Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yeah. it? You gotta really want yeah. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess. And I have to say, I am so happy to be back in my studio chair just to be able to have a space that's all mine. It's been a long journey back though. A lot has changed. I lost somebody, as I'm sure many people are aware. My daughter's father passed away in August and I've been dealing with a lot of guilt, maybe survivor guilt, some other guilt, I'm not sure. It hasn't been easy though. None of this has been easy. This is my first time being single. This is my first time being alone. And everybody's gonna be able to kind of take that journey with me. This season, I do plan on being a little different. I want to actually have real conversations that go somewhere or come from somewhere. I don't want to get into the gender wars of what a man or a woman should do as it relates to a relationship. I really want to talk about accountability. What did we do wrong? Because our relationships failed because of us just as much as the other person. I've lost a lot of people this year and it has been because of my own selfishness, my own refusal to see anything outside of what was happening to me because that's what we're conditioned to do. We are very selfish, especially when we feel overwhelmed or we feel like we can't get ahead because everything is stacked against us. This season, I'm also gonna be doing an Unmasking the Demon episode in which I discuss a little bit about the relationship in a full, transparent way. I recognize that I can so easily rewrite a story and yet, when I do, I always write myself out of it. I always give all the credit to everybody else because I never felt like I was worthy enough. I'm beginning to feel differently now. I'm beginning to see that I hold some true value. And it's not easy for me because there is a sense of arrogance that comes with it as well. A knowing that when it comes to me, there isn't anybody that can tell me who I am or how I am because I am a variable, insignificant as I was told, because I 
support the minority. I speak for the minority. I am a woman who believes that we should be more compassionate to our men. I believe that men need to be more accommodating to our emotions. Sometimes we have to go through them so we can get to a space of being calm. During this season, you will hear kids in the background. You will hear real life happening because this is real life. We are all trying to get to a space in which we feel happy, yet none of us know what the answers are. There's a lot of people that think they do. They'll tell you to stay in a miserable, miserable relationship just because all your bills are paid. We are devaluing ourselves as humans or even just a person in order to fit in to what? We get up in the morning, we go to work, we come home, we do a routine, we go to bed, we get up, we go to work. Everything is robotic. Everything is transactional. We are losing touch with the basic principle of compassion. I am a self-certified compassion warrior. I am a self-suologist. I believe in the study of self. I believe that in order for me to be the best person for my spouse, I need to dissect myself enough that there is no amount of pride. I need to walk within humility and be able to accept that I'm not always going to have the right answers. I'm not always going to do the right things. I'm not always going to be okay. And sometimes I'm going to need to be hugged. Sometimes I'm going to cry. And sometimes it's not going to make any sense. And that's okay. It doesn't have to. The most important thing is me in that situation. The same way I feel as it is for others. If there's times where you're feeling overwhelmed, I do believe that you should be able to cry. I do believe you should have pity parties as long as you don't stay there. It is important to get those ugly thoughts outside of your head because once you start to hear them yourself, they're not as scary anymore. I believe in people and I believe that we have the ability to retrain ourselves to recognize that the true value of life comes in love and how we help each other. If I succeed, there is no loss to me by reaching back and helping somebody else come up. We are conditioned to believe that anybody that asks for help has an ulterior motive. And unfortunately, a good portion of the time that's true. However, if we constantly live in fear, we are only feeding to the narrative that we are never going to succeed. This season I get to sit and I get to do another Disney episode in which we relate Disney Pixar films to real life situations. 
I really enjoy that because I do believe that if we take real life situations and put them into a simplistic platform, it's easier for us to handle. It's more palatable and it's easier for us to have the discussions. We are so quick to fight. We so want to be right, whether it's politics or religion or even just basic marriage principles. None of us have the answers. None of us are walking around 100% happy all the time. That's unrealistic. And to tell people that if you do not speak positive into the world, the universe is going to punish you for that. We are encouraging fear through fear. I don't understand that. Discernment is something that even religious people talk of, and yet nobody is actually using it. We believe everything. Have you ever just stopped and not watched TV for a week? No movies, no news, no radio, no outside true influence and felt a difference within yourself? Everything is intentionally setting you up to be sad all the time. A lot of people don't even recognize it. They walk around thinking they've got the world figured out and they're just as hurt as the rest of us. How can we get past these places if we don't have real conversations that don't come from a defensive place? Just because it's not something that you're used to, it doesn't make it wrong. And yet we will act as such. Nothing new is acceptable. If it's not broke, why fix it? Because there has to be an evolution. We can't stay stuck in the mud. And that's what we're doing. We are looking at our youth and being like, oh my gosh, these young girls are twerking on the tables. Right, they are. And they are doing that because we lack compassion with each other. We look to celebrities and musical artists to raise our children because many people are just too tired. They just don't care. And unfortunately, even more of those are just because the person that they chose to have the child with, they no longer have feelings for. So the kids get punished. Wouldn't it be better to work on ourselves and see why our relationships didn't work to say, what could I have done different? Because if we're always blaming the outside person, where is the growth? If we never did anything wrong, why are we so unhappy? We are the reason we are unhappy. Can we have those conversations? Yeah, we can. And I want to have those. I also have a really special piece that I have that I'm working on for February. And it's going to talk about colorism. I've had many different struggles being light-skinned that others haven't. And I've also been awarded more privilege than others have. 
let's talk about it. Let's get to the, the root of some of our problems because the only way that we can build a community is if we take away the barriers. If we start showing consideration, how hard is it to say, hey, you know what? I have some reservations here. Let's meet to discuss that or anything along those lines. We don't do. We won't do because it's an inconvenience to us. It's not about you. That's what we tell people. It's not about you. It is about them. It's about me. It's about you. It's about everybody who is directly affected. Just because somebody is wounded, they carry the wound. However, everybody that is helping them heal is affected in their own way. Why can't we recognize that? because we can only see what's happening to us. And I am definitely speaking from a space of being guilty of it myself. I wanna be better. I wanna lay myself my in the foot of whom I choose to be with next and say, let's build something together. I don't want to come in with all these reservations and expectations that I've been carrying around my entire life. I want to be able to see this person and say, I love you and know that there's no barriers. There's no secret that I haven't shared. I believe in honesty. I'm not deceitful. I don't understand the basic principles of a girl code. I've never even thought of a girl code or a code at all. I didn't even realize that I've been in survival mode since I was 15. When I met Demon, everything started to change for me. I will give credit to that. However, the work was all mine. Every obstacle that I overcame was mine. Every trigger that I gave light to was mine. I am the hero in my story. My emotions are very big. However, just as much as they are a shield, they are also a weapon. And I can utilize that to my benefit because I'm starting to recognize just how amazing I truly am. I'm not meant for everybody. I'm not going to make everybody happy all the time. And I'm going to say some things that are going to sound a little far-fetched. However, it's not always going to be a message that's going to be for the person I'm speaking to. My message may be for the person who catches it on replay. My message might be for a casual interaction come later down the road. It's not for me to determine that. All I know is that people are losing touch with each other. Love is magic. I have seen it turn some of the 
the hardest people into lovers, into just the opposite of what everybody saw them to be, just because it took one person to believe in them. I say a lot of things that I wish was said to me. I will admit that. And so it does seem a little convoluted. However, again, sometimes it's not where the message is coming from, but just a matter of the message being delivered. And even if it's coming out of my own mouth, I'm listening and I'm taking it in because I want to be better. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to ever hear my daughter cry because I can't afford to get her something to eat or fear the lights being turned off. These are everyday life situations that people are dealing with and are afraid to talk about because we make fun of them. We're all dealing with something. We hear that all the time. And yet we never give audience to those who we feel are less than us. Because we are in search of feeling better than. I don't want to be better than. I want to create a compassion void where somebody can contact me and we can have a conversation and they can release all of their negative thoughts that are bothering them in that moment to hopefully have a game plan so they don't entertain any kind of notion of doing something that they can't undo. Everybody serves a purpose, even if we can't see it. And I don't mind shedding tears for somebody that people feel is the enemy because my mission is never going to be about that person themselves. It's about the human life. I also believe that actions have consequence. So I recognize that as such. It's important that we take a look at ourselves. It's important that we stop blaming other people for everything that's going wrong in our lives. It would be so easy for me to sit here and play the victim and lay out everything that has gone wrong this year. Why? What good would that do? I will discuss it. However, I would never want to utilize it in a capacity that would make people feel bad for me because that's not my goal. I don't need people to feel bad for me. My stories are my testimonies. I survived through this. And sometimes they may seem small to others. They are huge to me, especially when I overcome them. Or the day that my daughter's screaming at the top of her lungs and I don't get overwhelmed and break down crying myself. It isn't easy doing all of this by myself. I have wanted and screamed and cried out for any and any kind of help. The answer was no. And at first I didn't understand why. 
It took a little bit, but I recognize it as why now? The reason is I've never stood on my own. I have been in some form or fashion in a relationship since I was 21 years old. I just turned 45 this year. Even though I appreciate the lesson and the strength that I know that I carry from being able to handle this on my own, I don't want to. I'm looking for my mate. I am looking for my person. I am looking for that person who's going to fight for me the same way that I'm going to fight for them. I'm just not running to get there anymore. I want to take my time. I want to get to know somebody. And I do believe in courting. And I do believe in waiting to have sex before you really do anything with a person. I'm bringing that back for me. I've given up my body way too many times to people who were undeserving. People who would show up for a mere four hours just to get their rocks off and then leave. That starts to weigh on you after a bit. It does take a lot of strength to not recognize and feel yourself as a hoe. When you feel like the person should have just left you $40 on the dresser. This is one of the conversations that I'm gonna be having in my first episode of the season, which is ho-ho and a lady. And it's gonna talk about the progression of us as women. It's gonna talk about how it's hard because we are basically told from a very young age, the biggest value we have is our body. Many are strong enough and maintain modesty. Others, like myself, get lost in it and look to it as a form of attention, a form of love. If you're looking at me, that means you like me. That means you love me. It took a long time for me to break away from that. I'm going to be honest, it was this year. <laughs> and it was sitting in these rooms on Instagram listening to men talk about what they see when they see these women who are showing themselves off in such a capacity that it leaves nothing to the imagination. And it finally resonated with me. I'm not completely modest. I can be overtly sexual. However, I understand what it means to be a lady now. I can still play. However, when it comes to any true intimacy, the only person who's going to be able to experience that going forward is the one that I'm choosing to spend my time with. And it's not going to be multiple people. I'm going to be dating. No, I'm not. I don't believe in dating. I have never dated in my life. However, I do believe with moving it with intention. And 
the next person that I meet, it's gonna be just them, even if it's just a friendship to begin with, because that's what's important to me. I wanna earn the relationship as much as I wanna be earned. And I'm ready to have those conversations too. Life is lifing. What are we gonna do about it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are we gonna sit? Are we gonna complain? Are we gonna point fingers and say it's the men's fault? Are we gonna say it's the woman's fault? Or are we gonna actually recognize that if we all came together, we could get things done in a more positive way and take back some control. I'm ready to have different conversations. <laughs> and there are gonna be times where I'm gonna be completely awkward or I'm gonna be venting to the computer because I need to have my own compassion void. And I'm gonna share those with you guys. They're not gonna make sense. They're going to appear as if I'm being whiny or I'm throwing a pity party. And I am. Because I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to sit in that moment because I know that once I get through it, I'm done with it. And then I can move forward. And maybe if people see it more often, they'll feel more comfortable with it themselves. Everybody, including men, should be able to express themselves and have their feelings heard. Not just the appreciation for them themselves as a person, but a true appreciation for their feelings because they are theirs. They're not for us to understand. We can't feel what they feel no matter how empathetic you are. There needs to be a better respect. I do believe that there's room for tea and dirt and being messy. And that's why I, I make sure that I get some of that too. But are we being true to ourselves? I don't think we are. So. That's what I want to talk about this season. I want to talk to you. I want to know about you. What fears do you have? Where can you see yourself going? Or did today just kind of rock your world enough that all you could do was wake up? Because I want you to know that even on those days that you can just wake up, you have done everything necessary. We have to take the time for ourselves. We have to recognize that sometimes we're not gonna be able to carry everything. Sometimes we just need to sit down. Come sit down in a safe space. Let's get rid of that term. I don't like that term because we've overused it. And now a safe space is the equivalent of a participation trophy. Let's, let's sit down in the void together. Let's create the compassion void in which all of those bad feelings and thoughts just get released and they just go. Because that's what's important. 
You are what's important. We are. Thank you so much for sitting through this. I hope you made it all the way to the end. I appreciate everybody. I really do believe in love. And I believe that it can be messy. However, I know that it's worth it. We all are. Thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And be nice. It's easy. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do.